Bitcoin fixes the money, the Beef Initiative fixes the food and nutrition. Step into some new awareness that incorporates some much needed food intelligence into your life. This is Texas Slim with Texas Slim's vision. Hey guys, you're live. We're here today with Texas Slim's Vision Beef Initiative. Uh, we have a very special guest today. I think a lot of y'all might already know her. She was one of our premier speakers at the Beef Initiative Conference that we had in Kerrville, Texas this last Saturday. Um, we have Mary Care, MD. Uh, we've become friends. Hello, Mary. How are you? Good morning. How are you? It's good to see you always. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on with this, uh, this message that we've been shooting out ever since the conference. Um, you know, we've been moving pretty fast because there was a lot of demand that was created from the feedback that we did receive at the conference. And so you and I kind of talked and we came up with a good idea. So um, we're going to lead into that today. But what I wanted to do is kind of have, you know, this is this is my uh, live feed on the YouTube channel with the Beef Initiative. And what I wanted to and you really encouraged me from the beginning saying, hey, you need to get on video and you need to start having a YouTube channel so we can really get this message out there and so you've been kind of instrumental as far as influencing me in a lot of different ways and I saw in Kerrville the reception that you did receive and the the base layer of some type of uh basically health awareness that you and I've been talking about for months so let's kind of just segue into the conference we talked about it uh the day before yesterday we had an audio mm -hmm. podcast so let's let's let everybody kind of have a quick recap of uh you know what'd you do that day what'd you uh expect going into it and what you took away from you know your message well sure um thanks so much for having me and um as far as the conference goes it's kind of interesting the way it all fell together I initially reached out to you because I was concerned about making sure that my son had proper nutrition long term. And there was a lot of discussion about food chain supply issues moving forward with all of the, um, the just the political, economic, uh, environmental climate, we should say. Yes. And I reached and I, I heard Adam Curry on Joe Rogan's podcast mention that you were uh, creating a movement that connected ranchers to consumers so that there was no middleman in enabling people to uh, find pure nutrition for their, for their families. And that really resonated with me because I was getting more and more concerned about how I was going to uh, have a, a supply chain accessed in order to get my kids the right nutrition. And so I reached out to you and, and when we first started discussing you know, why we, why this is so important and why uh, you're, you're taking this initiative at this exact moment in history in Texas uh, and all of the reasons associated with that. And it really has to do with Texas being so incredibly unique on so many different levels, especially the fact that we have preserved the right for the rancher to distribute directly to the consumer. And that's very unique. And um, so as we started talking, you and I discussed why it's so important for us to have access to the nutrients in grass-fed beef, especially, and how incredibly depleted most of my patients have been from a mineral standpoint, from a nutritional standpoint. And we discussed 
what I was seeing as a manifestation of that. Uh, hormonal abnormalities, brain fog, fatigue, weight gain, fatty liver disease, even in children in my practice. And we started to discuss even more so why this was just incredibly, incredibly important for our health to be able to nourish in a proper way uh, to preserve the health of our, of our children, especially in ourselves. And so from there, you asked me to do a podcast and discuss the effects of processed food on children and on adults as well. And we even discussed you know, the, this an, a, a different pandemic almost, uh, or a, a different thing that I'm seeing in a lot of my patients, and that is fatty liver disease and testosterone abnormalities in young men. And that really, I think, resonated with a lot of people who were noticing that their young men uh, were having um, you know, issues with their health in, in certain ways. And so we discussed you know, how nutrition affects testosterone levels and, and how children develop from adolescence into young men. And that led to us planning the beef initiative, really. I think you and I discussed this, what, maybe five months ago? Yeah, maybe. it's been about four to five months ago. And you, and you said this this message needs to get out there. And hopefully, you know, I've been helpful and instrumental in getting the message out. This is important and it's the easiest thing to put last and it's the most important thing to put first. Right. And we've handed over our power for the past two and a half years. Uh, I think we've kind of felt helpless and hopeless in, in a lot of different ways. And this is a way of taking back some of your freedom and your power and restoring nutritional balance and restoring mental clarity and gaining more energy and nourishing your children, just turning the ship around so that we can get on the right path towards vitality and the things that are important and protecting your most valuable asset, which is your health. Your health is critical right now. Uh, and there are so many things that we can be doing from a health standpoint that are simple and easy and can make have a profound impact on your quality of life. And it's it's kind of interesting. We use words like uh, daunting and complex and simple and how people feel overwhelmed, uh, you know, that undercurrent of maybe a quiet desperation and not really feeling empowered, uh, truly having what a true understanding of what food intelligence is anymore. Kind of the, the on ramps to that, where to start off with all this and speaking and what I like to tell people that, you know, kind of for the first time. You know, I'm getting the same message from the rancher, from the medical field, somebody like you, from uh, market access people, from people that are in the Bitcoin space. There's all this uh, chatter and really positive noise that's coming out. And, you know, every one of us basically saying we need to get a vertical integration back into health. And, you know, what is that? What does that mean? Well, that's up and down, top and bottom of how do we get back into looking at our health as something that we can create a health initiative. By saying that, you know, you at the conference, you know, you brought it up just a while ago, you said minerals. 
And so, right. you know, where do we get the minerals that we need? Well, and I'm going to reverse engineer this real quick and let everybody have an outline of what that vertical integration is that we are doing as a beef initiative. You are doing as a health professional, as a medical doctor, and the ranchers are doing as animal producers, stewards of the land. Well, what we do is we start with the soil and then we go to the grass and then we go to the cow or the animal. And then we go to the, the rancher themselves, the animal producers themselves themselves and then that goes through a process processing centers and then we go to supply and then their market access you now now if you understand that vertical uh, integration you have a market access into human health again that we can control ourselves as a strong individual as the parent as a form of a local community, it's right in front of us. And especially in the state of Texas, you know, that's what we're leveraging here. We're leveraging our past. We're looking at the rules and regulations of current. We're going to start moving forward with new rules and regulations that starts with that vertical integration into health. So it's a long path, but you know what? It's pretty simple to start with. And, you know, that this is where these conversations lead to is basically let's go into, you talked about minerals. Let's start with the soil and kind of kind of give a recap what you kind of presented at the uh, conference. Sure. I mean, it's very simple. The minerals have not been replaced in the soil. Our soil is demineralized. The majority of my patients have some type of mineral deficiency. I'm seeing more and more bone disease and osteoporosis in younger and younger people. Uh, and minerals can easily reverse that. So, uh, one of the better ways to get some of the more important nutrients uh, and minerals is through um, grass-fed beef and especially through bone broth. You know, the, the broth absorbs a lot of the minerals that are important for metabolism, for hormone production, for um, it, their anti-inflammatory pro uh, properties. So minerals are, are really important. I think they're often overlooked. You know, when you and I were growing up, everyone used to take a, a multivitamin. I would argue that now in modern times, it may be even more important to take a mineral replacement, either in a natural form or even um, uh, a supplemental form. But of course, we always want to try and get our nutrients from our food. And I think part of the reason why so many of us feel hungry all the time is that we're mineral def deficient. Mm -hmm. And if we replace those nutrients, we are less likely to be craving, craving high carbs and processed food all the time. So minerals are very simple to replace and, and, uh, and essential. And, and you, you kind of just brought up a point in my head that I've been wanting to ask you because I've in this is kind of like we, we all have to lead with some truth and some understanding and perspective here. OK, you're a mother. You have, you know, two young children. Um, you're a medical doctor. OK, I've talked to other medical doctors and, you know, some of them said we weren't taught nutrition and, you know, uh, this type of mineral, vitamin, everything in medical school. And so you as a mother, when you you, you heard me you as a medical professor and, and a mother that thinks about food all the time, every day, all the time to feed your kid, you know, to, to sustain your, your children for growth and for a high nutritional value in their life. How much are you having to learn and how much did you already know? And what was daunting to it about, you know, for you as a mother that is in the medical profession of not knowing where to start perhaps or which direction to turn? 
Well, a little bit of my background, I did a double residency in both internal medicine and physical medicine and rehabilitation. And um, through med school and residency, we were taught about the importance of minerals for bone health and cellular metabolism. And we knew about it uh, from a, you know, just a scientific standpoint. But what we didn't ever really train or put emphasis on was how to test for deficiencies and then uh, how important they are for to replace if there is a deficiency. So I think we most doctors understand that minerals are cofactors for the engine of the cell, which is at the mm-hmm. mitochondrial level, and so many other things. You know, production of neurotransmitters that for mental health and production of hormones. So minerals are you know, important on so many different levels, and we know that, and we learned that. But when it comes to the practical application of a 10-minute visit with your primary care physician, it's not something that is at the top of the priority list. I mean, usually when people are seeing their primary care physician, they're concerned about, you know, their blood pressure, their um, insulin resistance, their weight gain. And in 10 minutes, that's about all you can really address with the way you know medicine has has been um, pared down to the bare minimum so so yes we know about it yes we learned about the importance but actual practical implementation of replacing minerals and educating your patient on how important they are just that in and of itself can take up the entire visit is just showing someone uh, you know, this is what we're seeing happen with your bones, and this is what we're seeing happen with your metabolism, and these are reasons why you should p- potentially consider taking minerals or changing your diet. And then by the time you even start down that conversation, the visit's over. So the education is um, is hard to get in that classic medical environment. And that's why what you're doing is so important, because we have time here and we can discuss how important it is. And I think just bringing the realization that this is doable, it's actionable, it has a huge impact on your weight, your mental clarity, your hormonal balance. One just simple example is zinc. Uh, A lot of people have talked about zinc the past two years because it affects immunity and your ability to fight viruses. And most people are actually deficient in zinc. And zinc happens to be an important uh, cofactor for hormone production. In fact, if you're low in zinc, you can't make testosterone very effectively. And testosterone produces lean muscle mass and energy and drive and libido. And it also helps with insulin metabolism. So just that one thing that can be found in a natural source, such as bone broth or grass-fed beef, that one thing has a cascade of positive health benefits. It's so simple. And if people are eating processed food, they're not getting it. And unfortunately, you know, the majority of my patients are deficient in zinc. And I used to test everyone for zinc deficiency. And now I just assume that they're deficient and because it just was a waste of time to, you know, build them for things that their insurance didn't cover. And they'd have to, you know, pay for a specialty test and order it out and send it out and get the blood drawn, wait for weeks for the results. And and what I realized was that everyone was deficient. So why am I why am I not just skipping over that step and just giving them, you know, either in the form of food or in the form of a supplement? And sometimes a supplement first, and then uh, that kind of fills up the tank. And then you top the tank off every day with your food. 
So just simple things. We need to get back to the basics uh, and we need to prioritize our mental, physical, um, energetic needs as far as our health and even immune function. Um, So the zinc is just one example, but um, there are so many other nutrients in grass-fed beef and bone broth that we can talk about. And you know, the people who are listening don't need to go to their doctor to start healthy things that make a big difference in their life. They can actually do it on their own. They can educate themselves. Don't get overwhelmed. It's not that hard. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Uh, taking that first step towards mental clarity, energy, vitality, and being the best version of yourself. It is. It, it's it's like, where do you start? And whenever I started the Harvest of Deception series, you know, I was I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. And I was like, man, how am I going to deliver this message? Because you don't come at it midstream. Like I say, you have to come at it to, you know, and I came up with the phrase, let's get to the source of the seed of the issue here. Where is it starting? Hence, it starts in the ground. You know, it starts within the soil, within the minerals of the soil. The health of the soil reflects the health of a nation. Uh, I think that we have forgotten that. So, you know, that's that's how my writing really, really started flowing. And that's how my education, I didn't know everything. I knew some stuff, but, you know, I had to do some research and analysis. I had to meet people like yourself. I had to meet people, you know, as far as the ranchers that I've met, you know, across the board, it was a discovery but what i and i want everybody just like you you know advised everybody listening you got to start with the source of the seed of the maybe the issue is the individual and the source of the seed of the solution and that's why this whole narrative around the beef initiative is actually gaining steam and 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 people are attracted to it because they they have this little moment of clarity let's talk about clarity right we talked about clarity at the conference and you brought up something uh um it's been a couple of months ago and we met in dallas actually and we were sitting there and we're about to i was announcing that we're going to have these conferences across the united states and some people were very you know for it and pro for it and everything and some people were trying to talk me out of it saying man we can't pull this off and i was like no you don't know me so what we're going to do is we're going to get to the source of the the seed of the truth of this and we're just going to speak the narrative you know and really educate and that's basically what we're doing we're educating and you know that is the biggest power i think that's the most powerful thing that we can do for the general public right now is let them take a step back have a little accountability, look in the mirror, no judgments or anything, and just go, okay, I'm going to start over here with the source of the seed, and I'm going to use, I'm going to leverage this information, and therefore you and I are basically painting a a path, a roadmap back into the, the basically, I'm going to call it the Great American Health Initiative that is being led by people like you and the American Rancher. Yeah, remember, you know, what you said about mental clarity being the first step. And uh, there are some simple ways to regain your mental energy. A lot of people, I think, have mental fatigue and and what I call brain fog, just because you d- you're not perhaps living a healthy lifestyle. You may be insulin resistant. You may be mineral deficient. But for whatever reason, your mental clarity is not as good as it used to be. And the first step is being proactive, identify that there is an issue. Some people just attribute it to normal life and aging, 
But if you're not as mentally clear as you've ever been in your in your life, then there's certainly room for improvement. And I think the amount of stress that we've been under the past two years is really affecting our mental clarity and our ability to make to prioritize health goals and make good health decisions. And uh, we now know that 50% of all Americans have mental health issues currently, and it may be growing and probably is growing. And I would argue that the majority of those problems are due to poor nutrition, toxic uh, dietary choices that um, people are unaware of that they're that they're even making. And I would also argue that a lot of the issues in our children with depression or nervous habits or ADHD has a lot to do with nutrition and um, mental clarity. Uh, and so I really think that if we could just give people a tool that can promote mental clarity in a short amount of time, the next step is so much easier. Uh, you, you can prioritize and make better choices each step of the way. But the first step is getting that mental clarity. And, and you you and I talked about as, as far as the conference and what we were going to talk about and kind of what you were going to lead into. And it was kind of hard because we said, you know, the beef initiative really, you know, I, I, I proudly stand in and I say the beef initiative, its purpose, its why is to save children's lives. And, you know, in everything else, it's leveraged to do that. You know, the rancher is leveraged, the soil is leveraged, the cow is leveraged, you're leveraged. Everybody is is basically doing this to help save children's lives, to save some generations. And so we said, we, we, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about that at the conference. But then again, you brought up the, the point, and, and it was a very good point. It's like, you know, it's like when you're on an airplane, and if the ox, oxygen mask come down, you know, you have to put your mask on first so you can help your child and yes. so and you called it you you know you, you called the you called it clearly there but what you said is like a lot of parents don't even know that they're in a food ditch and yes. so you have this discussion with them about okay we're going to get you out of the food ditch and hence you know go ahead and lead into that you know tell us one of those conversations sure so the majority of my patients come to me because they're in a health ditch, which I also call a food ditch, meaning that they just don't, they just need help getting out of the rut that they're in. They've got too much fatigue and too much insulin resistance and, and uh, you know, mental health issues that are associated with poor, poor health. And sometimes just to give them the nudge to get out of, to get out of what I call the ditch gives them enough energy to take the next step and the next step. So I usually start with the mother from a health standpoint, because I feel like if you can get the mother in, in the family feeling better and more mentally clear, it's so much easier to help the rest of the family because she has the energy and she's usually the leader from a health standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so that's usually how, how I start is I get the mother feeling better. And when she has the mental clarity, she actually has the energy, the desire, and the drive to help her children. But a lot of times when I first see the mom, they can't even think about making good choices for their children because they feel so toxic and so foggy and um, so scattered and lethargic and chronic fatigue. So if I can get her feeling better, then the rest of the family just falls in line. And you know, oftentimes what I do is I start with a cleanse 
because many times the majority of the problems are coming from, you know, what you're eating and, and then the permeability between the gut and the bloodstream. You know, there's this airtight or, or, or liquid tight barrier uh, along the lining of the gut. And when that becomes frayed and inflamed, things that should stay in the gut get into the bloodstream and go straight to the brain and cause fatigue, almost flu-like symptoms. And so if I can start by resealing the gut, which is so simple to do, uh, just with a 48-hour cleanse, then the, the, the mother usually feels enough mental clarity and enough hope and feels back to her old self again to where she can take the next step for her children. So that's just one simple thing that everyone can do. You don't need a doctor to guide you along, uh, but the, the benefits can be incredibly dramatic. People drop weight. They start sleeping better. They have better clarity, thought processes, uplifted mood. They feel like going for a walk. They feel like they have the energy to make the right choices at the grocery store and cook a beautiful meal that's healthy and nutritious for their family. And it's just very simple, you know, get rid of the processed food, get rid of the sugar, the high fructose corn syrup, the unnatural sugar, I should say, and just a 48-hour reset. And you and I were also talking talking about fasting. It used to be an important part of life in prehistoric times. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of religious beliefs, there's a one-day-a-week fast. And it makes you wonder, did they know something that we should should be implementing more and that we didn't, we didn't realize was so important, not only for spiritual reasons, but also for health reasons. And I do think that uh, a bone broth fast is a perfect way to start your health journey and to turn things around. And it's dramatic what people say after 48 hours of bone broth. Yeah, it, it, that, that's what we were talking about. You had to you, you had to get back to Dallas. You drove like 10 hours on Saturday to come to Kerrville, then get back. And we were on the phone and, you know, I, I started talking about the times that I had fasted in my life. I started when I was in my 20s and I learned about it, you know, several reasons, several basically reasons and points of view of fasting. And the one thing I always looked at it that worked for me is that, you know, our body is, you know, 24 seven, it's, it's going, it's going, it's going. And in your digestive system, everything about that, if you're never, if you don't ever give it a break, when does it get a rest? You know, and we come from within as far as our spirit and our strength and, you know, our body, mind and spirit. And so that's kind of how I dove into it. You know, having that understanding as an individual that, Hey, you need to give your body a rest. Let's try this out. So I've gone from you know, a day fast. I do intermittent fasting. I do a 24 hour fast, 48. I've done a 10 day fast once in my life. And, you know, in, in that took time to get there as far as knowing how to approach it. You know, a lot of people don't understand how to kind of put their foot in the door of a, a very healthy fast. And that's, that was our whole conversation after the conference it was like, you know, what we need to do is really kind of just keep it simple. And maybe you called it that night. You said it's a bib- biblical bone broth fast. And, you know, it, right there, you know, let's get to the sources of the seed of what that bone broth fast is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fasting for a lot of people can be scary mm-hmm. and um, it doesn't have to be because everything in us as humans is programmed to not want to feel hungry. 
And there is a way to fast without feeling hungry. And I'll be honest with you, my most successful fasts have been in the community setting where I was doing it with a friend or a group of people, or um, I had accountability with, with an individual, or even I have, I have done a fast with patients before. Um, I would be discussing the benefits of it. And I said, I'll tell you what, it's time for me to do one. Let's do this together. And just that accountability, and I'm not talking to them during, during my fast. I'm just realizing that at a deeper level, I am supporting them in a special way by doing this together. And they are supporting me and we are both wanting the best for each other. And so a community fast has a lot of power, Mm -hmm. Uh, the power in the community. I mean, if you're doing this all by yourself, yes, it can be done, but to, to do it for a higher cause and the benefit of the community, it's just like a sports team. You're going to want to work harder for your team than you do for your own individual performance. And there's something special about a community with a, with a goal and the interaction and the motivation of others and empowerment. It's really about empowering your group and believing in your group and wanting to do it for yourself and for everyone else in the group. And that's why I came up with the idea of a bone broth fast for your community, our community, because one, it's not something to be afraid of. It's fast is really kind of a misnomer because you're not really starving. You're just, you're just fasting from from processed things and high glycemic index things. And the cool thing about a fast is that your inner lining of your gut actually repairs itself in 48 hours. So it's a pretty quick regrowth and you eliminate the things that have inflamed your digestive tract. And in doing that, you also reset the bacterial balance in your gut. You know, the bacteria in your gut are constantly interacting with your biochemistry. And if they're accustomed to, it's almost like, you know, your dog starts, you know, nudging you to, to feed it at a certain time every day. Cause it's been accustomed to getting food at that, that time, the, the bacteria in your gut have a symbiotic relationship with your biochemistry. And if they're accustomed to being fed every two or three hours, they're actually secreting chemicals that literally interact with your brain and make you hungry, which sounds almost like sci-fi ish almost, but, (laughs) but it's true that, um, an imbalance in your gut flora makes you more hungry. So a 48 hour fast rebalances some of that, um, constant feedback. It resets your hunger. Um, you, once you do a fast and you stay on a healthy plan afterwards, it's so much easier because you're not hungry. It's amazing what a fast can do for hunger. And I have devised a way of doing a quote, uh, well, we'll call it the the bone broth challenge because it's really Mm -hmm. not fast. You're taking in calories. You're just taking in the right kind of calories and bone broth with all of the minerals, all the nutrients, the the protein that's involved, the collagen that's so good. It's like um, putting aloe vera on a wound. It's soothing to the digestive tract and Uh, It's just so easy and you're not hungry if you do it properly. And it resets this constant roller coaster of insulin up, insulin down, you know, crave sugar, insulin goes up. And so I call it the insulin roller coaster. So you can actually reset that. And after a fast, you find yourself not reaching for the sugar that your your body has been trained uh, to reach for on a regular basis. So it's a it's a huge reset. 
from a hunger standpoint, from an insulin standpoint, from a, a digestive health standpoint. And probably the greatest benefit of a bone broth cleanse is the mental clarity that comes with it. And you say, wow, you know, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm being more creative, I'm, I'm more driven to make positive health changes. I actually have the energy to make the positive health changes. It's just tremendous. And it doesn't require a doctor or a health professional. It just requires a little education and a community of like-minded people that want to do it together and want to empower each other. And I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited about doing this. And I can't wait to hear the stories that come out of this, the good that comes out of 48 hours of doing this together. So that's that's why we're here today, really. Is to yeah, it really is. And it happened fast. You know, we weren't planning this as we went into the conference. It's like, we need to do this now because, you know, the, the conference video and everything's being, you know, edited right now. So people will be able to see the the conference, you, you speaking, and I'll, of course, all the, uh, the other speakers that were there. But we knew that we kind of had to act fast on this. So we can, we, you just can't always just go to somebody and tell them what the issue is. I always approach life. If you don't have a solution, don't come up to me bitching and moaning about something. You better have a solution or propose it. And that's all you've ever done is like, we need to do this. <laughs> we need to do this. And you always had a solution. And it's just so cool that it's coming to this head. So let's do this. Let's orchestrate the big uh, Texas Slam Beef Initiative in partnership with Mary Care, MD, and then let's bring in Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle, and we're going to break down what the bone broth challenge is, and we're going to make this part of the National Health Initiative that we're vertically integrating into people's lives, and it starts today. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what is a bone broth and what can we look at, and already people are asking me questions they're saying hey should i only use grass-fed beef bones for the broth well okay here we go well, well yes you shouldn't use any bones that come from basically factoring farming and ranching we do whenever we look at our pure animal protein what we're looking at is something that does not have any chemicals it doesn't have any fillers it doesn't have anything basically that doesn't come from the soil of course in regenerative farming and ranching everybody needs to know this there's going to be times when there is medicine that is used on this livestock you have black hoof you have black leg you have a lot of things that you have to treat a cow with a lot of times that is treated as a calf so as that calf grows older and gets healthier and stronger and it's regenerative uh it's being raised and stewarded in a regenerative way from the soil up then yes whenever you do a bone broth fast you need to have grass fed it can be grain finished but if that grain is non-gmo grain and you can uh, uh verify that that is what cole bolton does with knc cattle he has a great source of grain that is organic he knows exactly where it is he knows the sources of the seed of that grain so whenever we're doing this we we have to give market access to a solution market access to the solution is we're going to be able to give you a bone box sell you a bone box and we're going to sell that through the beef initiative and we'll talk about that in a little bit so as far as grass-fed beef bones let's talk about what else basically do you do in a whenever you're creating your bone broth so it's it's really simple and as far as you know having availability to buy it from a texas rancher is great but um you depending on where people are in the country we just encourage right. people to you can do it with with bones from your own farm if you're if you're or your own ranch. Um, 
you can find a local uh, butcher that that supplies these things. Um, but it's very simple. Basically, what you want to do is draw the nutrients out of the bone so that you can consume it in an easily digestible way. And that just involves slow cooking and browning and then slow cooking. It's a very simple and you can use there are so many good bone broth recipes online that you can find with various seasonings. But you just want want to be smart if you're going to dedicate 48 hours of your life to doing this, you want to do it right. So find a really good grass fed source if you can um, and find a recipe that appeals to you based on your taste. You know, some people like things that are spicy and some things, some people like things that are salty. Just find a good bone broth recipe that has all natural ingredients and is slow cooked and the, the nutrients are drawn out of a, a, a grass, hopefully a grass fed cow. And I love that we're able to support Cole and his KNC, KNC business, cattle business because he's a local rancher and they're going to be there when we need them and we need to support them when they need us. And uh, we, you know, having that relationship with your rancher, I think, is a great thing wherever you are in the world. So this doesn't have to be just in Texas or or yeah. in the United States anywhere in the world, we would love for you to join us. And if it makes things easier and you want to buy from a Texas rancher, we'd love to support that and, and give you the link for that. Yeah. But Go yeah, ahead. this isn't about sales for no, me. This is nothing. This is this giving is, this market is about, access. That's this all is this about, is. Yeah. Building <laughs> our community up and making uh, positive health changes. Um, you know, I have, no conflict of interest or I just want no. to help. Nobody's making money here. Everybody, everybody's working for free right now. Nobody's making a penny actually. Uh, you know, Cole, you think, let's look at the rancher. Okay. And you know, I talk about market access all the time. I go to Cole. I said, Hey, Cole, what are you doing with your bones? And he goes, well, sometimes this and sometimes this. And I said, can you, can you supply a nation some bones right now? <laughs> this is how we talk. But I said, we're going to do this bone broth challenge. And he, you know what? he has access to a processing plant. He can go in there and say, I want to use my bones for this reason. And a lot of ranchers can't do that because of the processing centers, you know? And so this is, this is part of the bigger picture of understanding what market access means. Whenever I can go to my rancher and say, I'm going to have a bone broth challenge and I'm going to put it across the world really. And, and definitely in the state of Texas, but the United States. And would you be willing to, leverage your bones and let them have it basically at cost is what we're going to do. You know, you have shipping and everything. We just want to give market access to the solutions. That's what this is. Market access into anything that we do moving forward is something that the beef initiative has proof of work and everything that we talk about, we've done it. We know how to do it. And we're giving you that market access of either education to bones to oxtails, to anything that you want, we're going to say, yeah, we, we have that market access. That's part of the vertical integration into our health again. And we have to remember that the American rancher is leading this. They are our source for all of this. And in, in the, the sooner that people can have that confidence and, you know, create that relationship with that rancher, they're going to understand there's a lot of anxieties and a lot of fears that go away in their life. And they're going to understand that they have a new friend that they they really do enjoy that they're going to be sending Christmas cards to for the rest of their life because guess what our food industry is is 
is is under attack in so many different ways. There's a war on meat. Uh, the, they're going to start processing more and more food and try to tell you it's about saving the planet. And there's so much noise and so much distraction when it comes down to just ba- being able to get that nutrition. And market access now in the time that we're living in is one of the most important things you can do in your life is to basically point your compass in that direction. And that's why this bone broth challenge is 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 a great introduction into that market access. Yeah, it's so simple and getting and supporting a local rancher and doing it as a community and um, preparing your bone broth the day before the fast or a couple days before in a very slow cooked, you know, pot, just basically browning the bones and then putting them in a pot and cooking them for anywhere from 12 to 24 hours with the seasonings that you like. And, um, and keeping the fat is important because that fat is really um, satisfying and it actually has the cholesterol that's important for hormone production, immune function, and even the lining of the neurons in the brain are made of fat. So we do need healthy, you know, a healthy type of fat source and it's satisfying. So what people should expect is uh, not to feel, surprisingly not to feel hungry. And they're going to be breaking habits and learning about what they're truly capable of. And they're also going to learn what it feels like to be a better version of themselves, which they may not have felt in a long time. And it's very simple. Prepare bone broth. Um, You can add grass-fed butter or ghee if you need a little extra fat for satisfaction and not to feel hungry. But the goal is to not feel hungry, to feel nourished and clear and energetic and hopeful and um, to feel part of something that's bigger than uh, just drinking bone broth uh, for 48 hours, but to actually feel the health benefits and start the health journey from that day forward. And it's really that simple as we pick a date and time, we make the bone broth, however, wherever we can get the highest ingredients at whatever flavor that you like best. Usually there's some vegetables that help flavor it, um, salts, different types of salts have different minerals in them. And, um, and, and we, we prepare it and then all day for 48 hours, you know, as, as you feel inclined to, to consume the broth and you can even have some chunks, some of the bone will have some chunks of marrow and, um, some beef chunks in it. And that's okay too. So, and that can be very satisfying and soothing for the digestive tract. So very simple doing it together. If you, you know, I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised that you're not hungry and that you feel better. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, well, how do we do this? How do we do this right now? So what we're going to do is, you know, we're going to, we're going to have our social media, you know, the producers are popping up everything. We're going to have all the information to be able to go sign up for this. And for two weeks, we're all going to be preparing together. We're going to start this conversation about this 48 hour bone broth challenge that we're trying to make the whole nation here right now. So we can get back to that moment of clarity that we're all maybe 
be searching for. So um, the team has put up the the website. It's just at beefinitiative.com. And that's where you can go and sign up for the bone broth challenge. And whenever you sign up for the bone broth challenge, what's going to happen is that you'll be getting an email once a day for the next 14 days. We're going to give you recipes. Uh, Mary's going to be able to tell you a lot about what we're discussing today, maybe a little bit deeper into some more resources that people can start that that journey into understanding and not only doing the fast, but what are we going to do after the fast? What is it going to be about? What is going to be our our uh, call to action as far as, okay, the fast is over with. Now, what am I, what am I going to do? And I've told everybody from the very beginning that the Beef Initiative is going to be a new international lifestyle, and it's going to be something that you want to leverage. And this is part of it. This is part of getting to the source of the seed of who we are, source of the seed of our issues as, as consumers and as parents and as individuals. So our children can basically have a better option in a kind of the, the type of childhood that you and I had, you know, something that didn't have as all this noise and all of this, this crap that's going on in the world, especially with our food. And I tell everybody what we're going to do with this bone broth challenge is we're going to look and see what our consumption model is. And when I say consumption model, I mean food, I mean audio, video content, you know, anything that's going on that's hindering that that clarity of mind and a spirit because this is a body mind and spirit type of thing and it all goes hand to hand it is symbiotic and you know i have to do this as far as you know the founder of the beef initiative you know you go to beefinitiative.com and that right when you go to beefinitiative.com you'll see where you can sign up and then you're going to go and then there's going to be the beef the bone box and that you can actually access but what people need to understand do not not do this fast because you can't get bones from us like you said before mary you can find the right type of broth to go forward with this and it can be in powder form if you have to get it there's some good powder form but you know whatever you can leverage to make this happen we're going to give you two weeks to get going on this mm -hmm. and so it's, yeah. it's about taking that action it is about accepting this challenge today and we'd love for you to journal through the process and yes. share your notes through your, what you learned and how much better you feel. And before we start, we'd love to know your why. Why would you like to be a better version of yourself? For me, I want to be a better mother and I want to be a better doctor. And I want to be a better version of myself so that I can give more to this world. And we'd love for you to comment even below and let us know your why, why you feel that this might be something that you're, you're interested in, in putting the effort into is your why, you know, for a health reason, or is it for a, a mental health reason, or um, are you offering up this time just to become, you know, more, more connected with your health? It's, there's just so many different whys for doing this. And um, I'd love to see how you felt along the way and things that you learned along the way. And we'd love for you to share that with the community. And it is, it's going to be very, it's going to be crowdsourced. It's going to be input and output. Everybody's going to have a say. It's going to be interactive. We're going to learn a lot over the next two weeks. And, you know, in two weeks, you know, from today is Friday. And uh, let's talk about, okay, once people get signed up, they're getting the, the daily email, the daily education, the daily insight, the daily feedback, giving us feedback. 
how do once we get in two weeks, we'll tell everybody through the email campaign that we're going to do. But how should somebody approach going into that fast that that next day? Uh, you told me something I did not know is all these years of fasting on how to kind of introduce your body into the fast itself. You know, whenever I do a fast with a patient, I ask them to do healthy fat loading the day before. Mm -hmm. That tends to help uh, help them feel satisfied and not hungry to start out the, the fast. And then it's just simply setting the goal, you know, being intentional, having everything available and just, you know, taking that first step and doing it. And um, I think for a lot of people, this may be the very first health challenge that they've ever done. And I think they'll be very pleasantly surprised that but the hardest thing in doing everything is just start, you know, write down your goals, set your start time with all of us, hopefully. And let's just start together and support one, one another through it. And I think that the benefits will be enormous. So it'll be exciting to do, you know, to keep in contact during the fast. And I hate to even call it a fast because you're not starving. You're actually, it's more of a challenge. It's more of a, um, it, it's, it's more of a, just a conscious decision to put your health first for 48 hours. Yeah, I keep on calling it the the challenge or the call to action. It's like, hey, you know, if, if you're, if you're paying attention to this, it's just a call to action that, and I think the biggest thing is, is one that people don't understand, you know, that form of ignorance that's innocent. They just don't know what to expect or what their body's going to go through and everything. And for people, you know, that are, you know, really moving forward, there's a lot of people that are going to be doing this challenge and this call to action. We've been there. I mean, we've, we felt those pains or whatever, that anxiety that you go into it. And it, it's going to give, you know, that, that form of accountability that it's kind of fun. This is going to be, you do, you, you come out of a fast and you're like, man, I'm ready to, to kind of tackle the world here a little bit. I mean, I've got a new perspective, you know, my angle of a view has changed a lot. And so, and then you do start changing that consumption model that, you know, that we talk about to be, be able to have that foundation of the you know the integration into your own personal health again and it comes with a lot of things you know as far as you know you and I have had some really good conversations and we're talking about on the podcast that we just did and and what's going on here you know that we're trying to accomplish is for you and I is is pretty spiritual it it, well of course it is and you know in your drive across Texas to uh, to come to the conference and speak, you know, you saw the bald eagle as you were driving, you know, down off uh, 281, um, just reflecting on where we came from, where where we are as as people and, and the, the solutions are right in front of us in so many different ways that we just have to take that shift to the left or to the right a little bit. And we have to really be hyper focused and we can't be random about our consumption model anymore. We can't. We just have to be deliberate and um, informed. And for anyone who has healthcare, chronic healthcare issues, feel free to contact your, your, your doctor and make sure that they feel comfortable with you doing this, if, if that makes you feel, feel comfortable. But for 99.9% .9 of people with even somewhat, um, you know, even even who are slightly 
unhealthy, this is a great way to restart your health journey and get on the right track. So, um, you know, we're here to support you guys through it and we're going to do it with you. And we're looking forward to hearing the success stories afterwards. Yeah, because afterwards we have a big year. Uh, we have some uh, additional conferences this year. We're creating kind of a roadmap to towards the end of the year to where we're going to do a lot of education. That's what this year is. It's a production of education and feedback into where we can kind of build this structure out to where people, you know, they want to take a vacation. Hey, won't you come to Colorado in July? And uh, you met Jason. He was a he's a he's a Colorado rancher. Uh, we're going to have that the second conference in Crawford, Colorado on July 22nd through 24th. And uh, we're putting that together right now. We'll be, we'll be selling tickets hopefully by the end of this weekend. And so that's going to be something that people can keep on following the beef initiative call, you know, follow Mary and, you know, throughout this, this basically this journey that we're kicking off and, you know, we're going to go out to white Oak pastures in September with Will Harris. Uh, Pretty sure that, you know, that's moving forward. There's a lot of new connections and a lot of different access to information that we're going to try to bring to everybody. And it's going to be that vertical integration, starting with the soil all the way into, you know, human uh, health initiative. And, you know, we're going to I think we're going to start a great American health initiative right here, right here today. So um, we're going to have a lot of people coming out to us and they're going to say, you know, how to get started. We'll tell all of your friends, tell all of your family, tell everybody, you know, go to the beef initiative com and get signed up and then we will feed you the information that will help you overcome some fears some anxieties so you know to have some confidence that you're doing this together we're all going to do this together and we're gonna you know you brought up somebody i want to i wanted to bring this up earlier you had a couple that went through this whole process with you and it was fascinating the story that they said hey we don't mind you sharing our story and you showed mm-hmm. pictures and we'll be able to see that whenever we do have the the video for the conference release people will be able to tell your story but kind of go into that you know story of that couple that uh you you spoke of well you know the patient that that you're referring to has given me full permission to share her story because she's had such a profound uh has had such profound benefits and she wants to she feels that if it would help anyone else she she's happy to tell her story but basically she was um a mother and wife who had lost both of her parents to chronic disease at young ages. And she came to me and her literal words were, I came to read the tea leaves. You know, am I going to be like my parents? Am I going to die young? And so she, she was just coming to me to know if she needed to get her affairs in order because she was getting closer and closer to the age in which her parents died of heart disease. And, um, and one of her parents, I think, also died of cancer, but they both had chronic health conditions and she was concerned about that. And at this at that time, she just felt like she was having normal aging issues. She was having brain fog, fatigue, weight gain, but she just accepted that as a part of normal life. And additionally, she was kind of blah about, um, you know, her relationship in some ways, she was just kind of foggy about a lot of different things. She, she, in essence, and she would tell you this now, but she didn't realize it at the time. She was not the best version of herself. And she was trying to make some pretty big life decisions that could impact a lot of people based on just not feeling good and wanting to make changes. And I don't want to get too much into those details, but what I told her was anyone 
can be the best version of themselves or the worst version of themselves on any given day. And it's typically determined by their health. And so I asked her to give me one month not to make any major life changes. Uh, and let's see how she feels in a month, because if she makes the changes when she's unhealthy, she's more likely to make bad decisions. Mm. So to put all decisions on hold and give yourself a month of health and, and giving back to yourself, replenishing yourself. And so we started with eliminating processed foods and uh, seed oils. And in her case, she had some gluten sensitivity as well. And so we eliminated that. And basically we put her on an all natural, you know, whole 30 type diet, which is a type of diet that's basically, you know, sugar-free, grain-free, you know, lots of healthy grass-fed beef and vegetables. And in a month, she came back to me rejuvenated and excited about taking the next step for her health. And she had lost 10 pounds and that just started. And uh, from her business to her personal life, to her parenting abilities, to her relationship with her spouse, everything took a dramatic turn to the point where her husband, who was you know, really afraid of doctors and hadn't seen a doctor in years and years and years, decided I better get on board with this as well. And he started making all of the, the health changes. And now they minister to other people about the importance of your health and how it impacts everything. And they've become leaders and he has, they both have um, had tremendous you know, benefits to their business, their marriage, their friendships. Uh, their spirituality, you know, they're very active in their church, but they have printed up what they did because they've had so many people ask them, what did you do? And part of the process is actually giving thanks and giving back. And they are so incredibly grateful. And that's why they've been generous in allowing me to share their story because they believe it's a, such a powerful story to help others. And, um, I believe that the changes that they made two years ago probably saved their life during the pandemic or, or certainly had a huge impact on their ability to survive the pandemic. Um, no one will ever know what it could have been like because they were so healthy going into it. And, um, and they both did, uh, like many people, they both contracted a virus that could have been catastrophic and they soared through it with very minimal very mm -hmm. many symptoms even. And I think that in a way, just being proactive and empowered and healthy going into this made them less scared, less fearful and more, more empowered and in control. And so their story is a beautiful story, but there are thousands of stories like that. And there are people probably listening to this that will have the same exact story. And hopefully they start their health journey just like my patients, Greg and Nicole did. And, um, you know, their, their story will come out soon when you release the video of the, the beef initiative, but I didn't even have time to even touch on the degree of life change. I mean, it, it, their relationship is probably, you know, there are a few couples in this world where you think about true love and passion and you respect everything that they're doing. And they're those type of people. And I mean, they'll, they'll be the first to tell you our chemistry is amazing. Our connection is amazing. It's better than it's ever been. And um, we love each other more than we, we ever have. And that, that's all beautiful. And it was all reclaimed 
by being proactive with their health and starting with a bone broth cleanse and getting back to normal, healthy eating. It really is. It's you, you talk about vibrations and kind of spirit and you can tell in a room whenever people have that kind of radiation going on, that's positive And then it has that good spirits and it, you know, it's, it's, it's what everybody is yearning for. They don't know how to basically explain it. And in, you have proof of work, you have people that have experienced it. And now you, you know, they are on a mission. They want people to know about it. They want to be transparent with life. They want to be truthful with life. They want to be, you know, they want to be an open book so they can, you know, to give back. You, and I always tell everybody, go ahead and don't be afraid to engineer your own suffering a little bit here, because if you don't, you know, your suffering will be engineered by somebody you don't want that to happen. And, you know, it's good whenever people have that, that awareness that th it is as simple as something is talking about bones and broth and, and, you know, and how we're going to do it together. And let's see what happens over this next, you know, next year, but we're going to start in two weeks and everybody's going to kick it off. We'll probably do it, you know, the evening sometime when everybody's, you know, off work on Friday, two weeks from this Friday, you know, and just start it off like, at six o'clock or something like that but we'll message that out you know as we um we continue with the campaign everybody's gonna be getting the emails we're gonna create a lot of new conversations and everything so on saying on that we want to we want everybody to get busy right now so uh we're gonna ask everybody uh beefinitiative.com of course go get signed up you'll be receiving an email today and then actually we're going to give you a really good uh set of maybe one or two recipes tomorrow to kind of get you going down and thinking what's going to be working best for you so mary is there anything else that you want to talk about today that you, you just can't wait to say that, that, that you want people to be encouraged and there it's Friday, man, we're going to have some fun. We're going to listen to some good music, whatever we're going to do today. Cause we're going to get excited about this. I'm just excited about doing it as a community because that helps me, uh, you know, be successful with, with the fast and it, it gives a higher purpose to everything. And this is such a fantastic community. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the community aspect of taking this step towards optimal health and feeling the best version of yourself. So I'm excited to hear the stories really, and to see people's journal entries and um, to discover. It's kind of, it's kind of like um, discovering a new uncharted territory and I'm excited. It is. It's going to be an exploration and an adventure that has a lot of rewards and hopefully, honestly, uh, hopefully it starts saving some people's lives. So Absolutely. on that note, Mary, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking a lot. I appreciate and respect you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we've got a job to do now, don't we? Yes, we do. And thank you for all you're doing. This is very, very important. And you were made for such a time as this. Thank you. So are you. Thank you, Mary. Mm -hmm. And everybody else, uh, let's go get signed up. And uh, we're going to be talking about this a lot the next two weeks. So take care and uh, we will see you soon. Here at the Beef Initiative, we encourage all your ranchers out there to tell us who and where you are so we can let everybody know they're looking for you. This time I'm shouting out KNC Cattle out of Austin, Texas. KNCCattle.com. Cole, he's a fourth generational Texas rancher. He knows what he's doing.